As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Good morning. Welcome back to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. I'm Justina Page, your podcast host. All right. It's Healing Through Scripture Day, another Wednesday where Pastor Page is going to share from the Word of God. All right. Let's go. All right. Awesome. I love when you call it Healing Through Scripture. Uh, Even though we're calling it Hope Through Scriptures, it still works very well for me because we find healing through hope. We're in Nehemiah, the 8th chapter today, Nehemiah 8 and 10, and reading from the New King James Version of the Bible says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Wow. Today's title is Joy. I want to say that we have hope because of the joy of the Lord. Yes. Because he gives us joy. I mean, he infuses us with joy. And in the context of this scripture here in Nehemiah, the people had come back after the captivity in Babylon for 70 years. They had lost a lot. They had lost a lot of confidence. They had lost a lot of their way with God. Many of them didn't keep the traditions of their forefathers. Yes, they had lost hope. (laughs) They had lost direction. They had lost the significance of who they were. And they were trying to rebuild this. And so they were back here trying to rebuild the city and the temple. But there were some personal things that wasn't yet taken care of. And so when the priests began to read the scriptures and explain to them everything that the scripture was saying, many of them, when they recognized how short they were for Mm. where they needed to be, began to weep and to cry and to begin to feel really, really bad. And so this is the admonition then from Nehemiah and from Ezra admonishing them, wait, no, this is a day that is holy unto the Lord. He doesn't want you to be sad. He doesn't want you to be trodden down. He doesn't want you to be broken down to the extent that you have very little self-esteem, very little self-worth. And, you know, that's a good lesson for us today. Yeah. God is not concerned about us being broken down to the point where we have no hope or no self-worth or or, or no value. We don't recognize how important we are. No, he wants us to be able to rejoice in him. There are many things God wants to break in our lives, but he's not trying to break our spirit to the extent that we no longer have hope. And so Nehemiah spoke to these people and says, no, no, no. What you, this is a feast day unto the Lord. He says, I want you to 
eat the fat and I want you to drink the sweet and take the wine and the bread. And, and I love this part. He said, send portion to the one who nothing is prepared. In other words, somebody else may be weaker than you. That's right. You get yourself strong and then go and also provide for them. God wants to provide for his people. And so one of the things that God wanted him to do was recognize his provision and to begin to rejoice. Yeah. And I want to say there comes a time in life well, we have to just simply rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. Even though it's tough, even though I may have failed, even though it may not look good, even though others may be speaking ill of us. Because if we remember back in this day, there were enemies on the outside that were mocking them and telling them that they were weak and that they could not accomplish their goal. But without the joy of the Lord, there will be no strength. And so he said, listen, I don't want you to weep. I want you to rejoice. I want you to celebrate. I want you to eat and to drink, to enjoy God's provision, and then rejoice because the joy of the Lord is your strength. I love that. I really, really do. I, um, I'm i sitting here thinking about joy and um, what God showed me some time back. And a lot of times where I thought I had joy, I was just happy. Right. Because it was based on what was happening. Circumstantial. But uh, joy is based on what you believe. All right. That's why you can always rejoice. You know, because I asked God that. I was like, how can I rejoice always? That's right. And joy is in what you believe. Absolutely. And if hope is built into my belief system, I can always rejoice. Absolutely. That's a very good point because... Happiness, as you said, is circumstantial. It comes from the outside. Joy is a fountain that's flowing from the inside. Yeah. And as you said, it, it is centered into your belief system, what you believe in. And and, and I want to say even stronger than what you believe is in whom you believe. That's pretty. Who you believe in, which is why our joy should always be in the Lord. So in order for the spring of joy to flow in our lives, we need to focus on the source of joy, who is the Lord. And thank be to God, whenever we focus our attention on him, begin to think of his goodness, think of his greatness, think of who he is to us. It should bring forth joy. Yes. It's sort of like when you're in a love relationship. Yeah. If you're in a love relationship, if you focus on the person that you love and you begin to Put your focus upon what they mean to you. What happens is a smile comes on your face. Yeah, right? do. Joy begins to flow. That is because, and God made us like that. There's something about the relationship that untaps that that little spigot, so that the joy river can flow. That's pretty. And what greater way can it be than if we will focus our attention on the Lord? So I love where it says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now let me put another spin on it. Because when we focus on the Lord, he actually pours his joy into our hearts. That's awesome. Can you imagine that? Because God is very joyful. He pours in his spirit of joy. Remember, one of the fruit of the spirit is joy. Yes. And so as we focus on him and not our problems, not our hangups, not our failure, because we've been forgiven of all of our sins. Right. Uh, We've been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and he has promised us a perfect future. He says, I know the plans I have for you, a plan for hope and a future. Yes. So since God has that plan, he pours into our lives joy. And so joy is like a river. It's a fountain 
of blessing within the believer. So joy is something that springs up from within. It is a strength that we have to overcome obstacles and to face all challenges. Yes. And so the joy of the Lord is of our strength. And I say because of the joy of the Lord, we have hope today. Praise God. And I'm like uh, my, um, I think my granddaughter told me, enough said. <laughs> that was absolutely beautiful. I'm so thankful. And, um, you know, that in itself, it, what you just discussed, what you just shared, really helped me understand myself mm. better. Yes. Because I'm, I'm kind of always in a good mood. Uh-huh. I'm always... Yes smile on I, I kind of always have joy now don't yeah, test me people yeah, like, yeah I'm, well, I'm just tapped in that's right obviously and i am believing god so it's yeah. it's creating that result so here's the beautiful thing in our humanness we will uh falter of course emotionally we will have sad times yes hard times despondency so it happens and that's human for it to happen because we are limited and we are weak. That's right. But here's the issue. When it happens, we can tap back yes, in yes. to joy. That's why it's so wonderful that it's the joy of the Lord. It's not just my joy. It's the joy yes. of the Lord. So, yes, I'm weak. Yes, I fail. Yes, I have my disappointments. Yeah, there are times that I say, well, hey, Lord, it's not working for me. Yes, that happens. But that's the time for me to tap in to the joy of the Lord. So he wasn't uh, uh, disallowing their or the authenticity of their experience. That's right. Yes, they were facing some hard That's things. right. Yes, they had failed. Yes, the temple wasn't as beautiful as it used to be. Yes, they lost much. But in spite of those things, we can tap into a source. There it is. That gives us strength in spite of those things. So so thank God. So it's, it's really in the time of weakness that we use this the most. That's so true. This is where we really need to tap in to the joy of the Lord. And I got one more scripture I would like to read in First Peter chapter 1, which I think applies here. It's, and, and Peter is actually encouraging the believers. And if you read the, uh, the book of First Peter, you recognize that the believers are suffering. Yeah. They're suffering under the persecution of these emperors that are just against Christianity and they're trying to stamp it out. And so they're, they're being, you know, burned alive and fed the lions and yeah and, and put on the stakes and all these sort of things uh but but they had something to look forward to it was called hope yeah they had a hope even if they died burnt at the stake they had a hope that was so powerful that said that they would be in heaven with their lord that they would receive their reward we today don't understand how powerful this hope was for the christians living under the Roman persecution. My because God. many of them were guaranteed a grisly death. I mean, many of them couldn't even hope in a deliverance from the physical death. They had to hope beyond death. Yeah. And something even greater. And this is what Peter is talking about in, in 1 Peter 1. Starting with verse 6, it says, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. He's talking about their hope. Yeah. Whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing 
you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Look how their hope is being expressed. Yeah. Even in the midst of, of dying, their hope in the life that God promised in the ever after caused them to have a joy inexpressible and full of glory. I believe the King James says there's joy unspeakable. And full of unspeakable glory. Unspeakable joy. This is the thing that is a product of our hope and also gives us hope. That is the joy of the Lord being our strength. Praise God. Well, I'll tell you what, that's such a blessing and so inspiring and encouraging. And we hope that you have been inspired and encouraged as well. We want to thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.